0: Welcome back to the 3 Under Par podcast. This is a golf podcast where Little White Ball is life. I'm your host, Scotty T. And it's just me for this episode because we want to dive right into it. We have an interview with Art Strickland. Art Strickland is our first recurring guest on this podcast. So we're very thankful and appreciative of Art wanting and agreeing to come back on. He actually reached out to me because Art was there on the grounds at Augusta National covering the Masters this year. And he texts me after the tournament. He's like, hey, do you want me to come on? And I was like, absolutely. We got to get Art on. Art does a really great job of breaking down what it was like to be there at Augusta National for this historic moment in this historic Masters tournament. I don't know about y'all, but I'm still on that Masters high. And so is Art. I want to give some background on Art because... The podcast has grown a little bit since the last time Art was on, and we're very thankful and appreciative for our listenership. So Art is an award-winning author and journalist, written and contributed to 11 books, currently writes for Sports Illustrated, Golf Week, Golf.com, pretty much any golf media outlet Art has either written for them or is currently writing for them. And Art specializes in golf with Texas. Art has literally written the book, on it. It's called Links, Lores, and Legends The Story of Texas Golf. What Art is doing now, he is currently the CEO of The Art of Golf Travel. So you can check him out there for TheArtOfGolfTravel.com. What Art does very well, because he has played all these courses literally across the country, that he is now taking people on those once-in-a-lifetime trips to go play these magnificent courses. He does a really great job with it. I can attest to it. Last year, I went to the Masters For the first time with my dad. And it was truly a once in a lifetime experience. And we went with Art. He was able to set all that up. So if you have any golf courses. That you are desperately wanting to play. Or knock off the bucket list. would definitely recommend going with Art. To these courses. And so once again. You can check him out on theartofgolftravel.com I know he's got some trips coming up. To Bandon Dunes. And a Ryder Cup preview. At Whistling Straits. Whistling Straits is where the 2020 Ryder Cup is going to be hosted, where hopefully the Americans will bring the cup back to the States. Before we get to the interview with Art, check us out on social media at 3underparpod. That is the number 3, 3underparpod on Twitter and Instagram. And wherever you're listening to this, please subscribe, write us a review, and give us a 5-star rating because we want to hear from you on how we're doing because we're always looking to get better. So, again, we hope you enjoy this interview with Art Strickland. Here it is. Okay, we are joined now by Art Strickland. Art Strickland is our first recurring guest here on the 300 <laughs> Power Podcast. Uh, we appreciate you coming on, Art. How are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm still on that postmasters masters high. I, you know, one, someone once told me, uh, Scott, that the Masters is like Disneyland for adults. And after last week, I can certainly see that. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. Yeah, because you were out
1: there, right? I was, yeah. And, you know, I mean, it wasn't going to hit and miss, but <clears> one <throat> wasn't bad, and they moved up to Sunday, you know, deal, obviously, because of the rain. And, it rained, uh, you know, rain rained and it hard Sunday afternoon, but not as bad as it really Atlanta got the brunt of the weather. So, you know, it was always one of those deals that they could have played, but it would have been pretty messy conditions. So, worked out the way they did it certainly worked out for tiger woods i'd say
0: (laughs) no kidding we i know that i can speak for t-bone and kj um that we are on a master's high so what was it like being there seeing tiger woods put on the fifth green jacket
1: well it's just amazing to be honest with you and really so scott uh he won master he won major number 15 Really, the way he's won the last 14, he waits for the other guy to make a mistake. And then once they make that mistake, you know, in the final round, then he pounces. And he's got And you know what? Once those guys, you know, Kepka, Polter, you know, Molinari, and uh, Tony all hit in the water on 12, all of them. And once they did that, and then Molinari hits in the water again on 15, and Tiger hits it to a foot on 16, it's over. I mean, we don't even need to play the last two holes for the Masters because <laughs> we know who's going to win, you know. Right. I just, uh, you know, I just, you know, when you play a ton of golf yourself, the competition and everything, but if you watch two or three of your competitors hit in the water in front of you, I, I'm I'm, going up on clubs, you know. I, I'm seeing the <laughs> driver pounding in the back park for 12. and I'm not going in the water, but, that's exactly what happened.
0: Right. Yeah, we talked about it, that that was just such a, a pro move, a veteran move. Once once Molinari goes in the water to, what did Jack Nicklaus say? Always go for the middle of the green,
1: especially if it depends on... Right. That. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, I mean, you know, you point a ton of golf yourself, Scott. You know what I mean? You watch your competitor get in the water, hit it. Somewhere. I mean, that doesn't mean you're going to alter your strategy, but you're not going to do that. And you know, if you look where those balls landed on the bank, on number 12, they didn't get halfway up the bank. I mean, <laughs> they were kind of lucky. They didn't hit the water on the fly, you know. It's just, uh, it's pretty remarkable. And then, you know, Molnar hits in the water, you know, 15, but then 16, Tiger pounces, hits it to a foot on a 16. And can you think of anything better than Tiger birdie in 16 to take a two-shot lead and burn one on the call, I mean, it's just, uh, Masters didn't get any better than that.
0: Oh, my goodness, to quote Vern Lundquist. <laughs> what a call. In your life,
1: have you ever <laughs> seen anything like that? So it's it's amazing.
0: What was the atmosphere like on the grounds of Augusta?
1: Uh, really charged, I think. And one thing I've noticed, you know, because last year was the 20th anniversary of my first semester. So I've been going a while. And Tiger Woods, you know, the fans were always in awe of Tiger's game and all of Tiger's ability, but he wasn't a fan favorite. You know, I, uh, obviously, Jack was, Phil Mickelson is a fan favorite, Freddie Couples, even Rory was a fan favorite. And so this year, I think with all Tiger's overcome, the way he has come back is a, more of a synthetic figure. in Certainly, he has been humbled, and he's first stood. When I talked to Tiger last fall at East Lake at the Church Championship, and I said, Tiger, when people have something taken away from them that they really enjoy, whether it be golf, whether it be, you know, playing the piano, whether it be writing, whether it be radio, something they enjoy, and that gets taken away, and then it gets brought back in their life. You know, you have a new appreciation of that because – You had it taken away, and then you had it given back. And he said, that's exactly right, Art. You know, I appreciate this game more because for two years, I couldn't play golf at all in any way. And so the fact he's back now and, you know, we could spend, you know, three hours talking about his whole – but, you know, 95% of Tiger's issues and problems were self-caused. Tiger brought all of that on himself. But the fact he did that and then overcame all that and back at the top of the Gulf Mountain, you know, just remarkable. I, I, I've never seen it. I've never seen anything like that. There was a lot of talk about, you know, Ben Hogan, a fellow Texan, who overcame a bus accident, went on to win three majors. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's what he overcame. Was the bus accident Is a very horrific deal, but that was it. Tiger overcame the loss of his game, the loss of his body, the loss of his reputation, you know, becoming a national punchline and a, and a joke and a, you know, just just remarkable. It's really the only way I can put what we saw either in person or on TV on Sunday at Augusta.
0: Right. I, I kind of want to go back a few weeks because listening to Tiger and those press conferences, he really referenced a lot to the match play, how that really kind of prepared him for Augusta. He said he was finally able to shape shots going out there last year. Thanks to you. You, you were able to send my dad and (laughs) I out to Augusta last year, which was a fantastic experience. The Hills and the undulation of Augusta is so underrated and obviously playing in Austin that's Hill country. So how do you think that Tiger ready for Augusta?
1: I think it did a lot. And one thing, Scott, you saw at the match play, You saw, Tiger has got shots. Nobody else has. You know, the shot he hit with in Austin when he's on his knee and he's under the plant and he chips it with <laughs> one knee and knocks it to four feet or yep. he's in the fairway and, uh, you know, and he holds it for 120 yards in the fairway. He's just got shots that the other guys don't have. and they realized it, and it kind of cracked me up what David Duval said the other day. And I, you know, I never really thought that David Duval would be a good, you know, a TV commentator, but he's really become a good one because you know he's pretty solid as a pro. But David Duval said, all these players that talk about, you know, I wish I could play Tiger in the day, I wish I could play him at his best, I wish I could play the old Tiger. David Duval said the hell you do <laughs> you know I, I saw that positive personally what was that and so i think that uh the fact that tiger's got shots and no one else has and he's proven it and somebody asked me the other day i've been on a ton of interviews but somebody asked me the other day was that masters pressure on sunday or was it tiger pressure on sunday mm. that got to more and more of, you know you know those guys kept uh and I think a combination, obviously there's masters pressure, you know, because that's by far the most prestigious tournament of the year and one that's gonna live, you know, forever. You you know, if you never win another tournament, you know, it's always gonna live forever. But also you've got the you know, one of the greatest champions, certainly the greatest golfer, you know, in the last thirty years, you know, hot on your trail. I can't help but be better. and you know, uh, Mo and good, Kepka, where they look calm and placid, but you know that they hadn't seen Tiger pull this act before, but they'd certainly heard about it, and they'd certainly seen it on video, and now it's happening to them. So, uh, you know, a real combination of Tiger pressure and, um, you know, master pressure, but what you said about the match play is a good thing because it was Hillary and Austin, Hillary and Augusta, you know, he proved that he took down Rory in the match play, and, you know, Rory was not a factor at all at the Masters, really. Right. You know, I mean, he took down the players he needed to take down, and he showed that the old Tiger is back. Now, can the old Tiger dominate, like, the 32-year-old Tiger? Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm not picking him to win by 15 at the U.S. Open like, <laughs> like he did it last time they were assembled. But that doesn't mean he still can't win. As doesn't mean he still can't be a factor, you know, and that's all that counts. You know, winning by 15 was awesome, but winning by one is just as awesome because that's what he did on Sunday.
0: Right, and obviously Tigers had success at the U.S. Open, as you were referencing, winning by 15 out there, but he also won the U.S. Open at Bethpage. I don't know if I would necessarily right. pick him to win at Bethpage just because that course is going to play probably like 7,800 yards.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Now, granted, the rough won't be as long,
0: but, I mean, Augusta National just fits Tigers' game so well, and even with Freddie Couples still plays well there, the experience that those guys have gives them such an advantage.
1: It really does, and, you know, they know where the pins are, and you made a great point about 12. You know, you can go back to the Masters for the next 20 years, and the pins still can be on Sunday. (laughs) <laughs> They're not tricking that pen up. It's gonna, and so, you know, the play for the next twenty years is to hit it left over the bunker. And you know, Molinari said he's going to take this lessons he learned and use it to help him in the future, and I hope he does because somebody's a great player and won the British last year and won a lot, but he got a lesson in Tiger one uh on Sunday, and so did Kepka, so did the rest of those guys, and that's why. You know, you never see an inexperienced guy win the Masters. You see uh, a veteran, someone who's been around, and, you know, and the fact that I think this was Molinari's first-ever Masters, you know, that's just not the, it's not the way to do it. I mean, it's not not the way to pick a winner. It turned out uh, we won't be having spaghetti and uh, lasagna at the Champions Dinner this year. <laughs> We're going to be having more California hamburgers and, you know, perhaps a oil- little Florida Seafood or something.
0: <laughs> right. Well, Art, I'm sure you've had this question a lot, and it's it's a discussion that's been had in the past, and it's going to be had a lot in the years to come. Or first off, how do you think Tiger's win this last weekend compares to Jack Nicklaus's win in 86?
1: Oh, you know, I think, you know, two different wins. Obviously, Jack, no one expected Jack to do anything in one in four years, and you know, that was really the swan song for Jack. So, you know, he never was seriously contended after that. That was so unexpected. And somebody came out of the blue and, and that's the ultimate, you know, going out on top, mm-hmm. you know, what Jack did. You know, like Jordan could have gone out on top when, you know, he won the NBA title against Utah, but he didn't do it. He kept playing. But that was the ultimate going out on top. So, you know, that. For guys of my era, that you would never be topped because that was so sentimental and unexpected. But I think this could really signal a new uh, resurgence by Tiger. This is not his swan song at all. I, it would not surprise me if he won again this year. Uh, will he win another major? I don't know. That's a great question. But certainly wouldn't surprise me if he won another tournament this year. And I, I think we're farther than finished from Tiger and What, he's got one victory to pass Sam Snead's all-time victories record? I think Sam needs to go ahead and move on over because Tiger is (laughs) playing through on that one.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I think he's definitely going to pass Sam Snead's record. After his win at the Tour Championship last year, I I thought he was going to pass Snead, but not this soon. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, especially now he's only one away. It's pretty crazy. So I guess to that follow-up question, do you think – Tiger was going to at least catch Jack
1: with 18? Yeah, that's, that's a great question, Scott. I, I Three still a lot. I mean, that's Raymond Ford's entire career, three majors, you know.
0: Over entire uh, career so far.
1: Yeah, it's Jordan Speed's entire career, you yeah. know. <laughs> uh, I, that's a lot. I mean, you know, can he stay healthy? You know. it's, it's just amazing his back has been fused and still can't move, and so, you know, he went through in L.A. this year because neck was sore, so, you know, I wasn't related to the back, but, you know, he's good. I think Tiger, he was the guy that perfected, you know, uh, building your entire schedule around four events, the four majors of the year, and he was first guy to do that. Now a lot of guys do that, mm-hmm. you know, so um, can he stay healthy for that? I don't know. I am not predicting that. I just... I think that's a lot of majors to have, but, you know, certainly I wouldn't be against it either. I, you know, I just, you know, I'm the first to admit I was wrong when Tiger had won it again and went it the way he did. So, you know, burn me once, shame on me, but burn me twice, <laughs> shame on me again, because I'm not going to doubt any longer.
0: Yes, I think you hit the nail on the head as long as Tiger stays healthy. That's the key because with everything that he has gone through in his career, I think it proves that he's mentally strong enough and golf above all else is a mental game. Oh, yeah. So as long as just his body holds up.
1: And also, I was on another show earlier today, and they pointed out, which is a good point, that Tiger was driving it a lot straighter uh, this year than he has in the past in the past rabbit, you know, all over everywhere, but he could recover. He had great recovery shots, great irons. He's it a lot straighter this week than he has in the past. And so, you know, can that continue? Obviously, the putting, the clutch putting, there is no doubt in my mind that, you know, if he's, uh, if he's only ahead by one and has to make that putt on 18 to win the Masters, he's making that putt. There's <laughs> no doubt in my mind. But the fact he had two putts to win and he didn't need to make the first one. Well, what difference does it make? But you know, if somebody uh came up with a crazy idea that kept gonna miss missed on purpose and Tiger missed and they were gonna go play that, that's crazy. You know, Tiger yeah, did no what way. he needed to do. Uh Jack always did what he needed to do. Tiger did what he needed to do and um he got it done and you know, it's a great day for golf. Uh you know, I Sunday night is the lead story on the ABC Evening News. You know, obviously, uh, cover sports Illustrated. It's back to where it was, and you know, anybody that loves golf as much as you and I do, Scott, that can do nothing but help us to see our favorite sport back in the in the uh, back in the pantheon of, of all sports. And it's just a great day for our sport. There's no other way to put it.
0: It really is, and it's hard not to get emotional thinking about it especially for people of my generation I mean Tiger Woods was the reason why I, w- I got in the golf I mean I was able to spend a lot of time with my dad on the golf course and then everybody wanted to be Tiger Woods wear that red right. on Sunday walking up that fairway on 18 at Augusta National I mean that was
1: the dream yeah 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 exactly right and I'll give CBS credit they're really good at doing the Masters Ah. Uh, I hope for 100 years they do the Masters, but the fact that Tiger comes up and hugs his son who's wearing a red Nike, you know, T-shirt, and then CBS immediately superimposes that on Tiger hugging his dad 22 years ago when he wins his first Masters, I mean, that's just great stuff. If, if that doesn't affect you, you just don't have a pulse. That's all <laughs> there is to it.
0: Oh, I totally agree with you. It's a uh, it's a wild ride, the circle of life, in the same, in literally the same spot, twenty one years or twenty two yeah. years. Yeah, later.
1: exactly right. And they and they keep that video up, and man, it's, and I and I know people that don't like Tiger the person because of all that's going on, and I get that. I mean, I understand that. But if you can't appreciate the Tiger of the athlete and Tiger the redemptive figure and everything, uh, there's just uh, there's something wrong there. I, I, that was a theater at the highest order.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. And I'm sure as a golf writer yourself, you can appreciate how the story almost literally wrote itself. And I'm <laughs> jealous that you just got to be an observer.
1: Well, and, you know, uh, there's, a, there's a story going around that when Jack won at 86, you know, at age 46, there's a writer in the media center that, that boarded out. I can't write this. I just can It's too big for me. I just can't <laughs> write this. <laughs> and I'm sure that uh, I said we'll write exactly what they sell on Sunday.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it truly is. It's a special moment. Huge for the game of golf. We'll see if Tiger can keep it rolling for this year. I mean, yeah, a guy yeah. like Tiger... Yes, he's gonna savor especially now, like you said, he's gonna savor this win. First time his kids were able to watch him play and win. But he's already looking towards yeah, that yeah, yeah. towards Beth Page. He's looking forward to what? to playing though, playing well there.
1: Yeah, and he somebody knows the force well. I mean, I can't see how they're gonna set it up way different for the PGA than the uh, you know, US Open. I, I think it would be the fairly same setup. And so uh the fact he's going back there, it'll be interesting. Of course, you know, New York—you got four million people. I—I I think uh, the ticket scalping business would be a pretty good business to be in for the PGA Championship this year. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs> well, Art, uh, we know you got to run. You're a very busy man. Yeah. We really appreciate yeah. you yeah. coming on to the Three Under Par podcast. This has been a lot of fun, especially getting that firsthand experience for a, what we were saying on our last episode—the biggest moment in sports. History, maybe next to the Miracle on Ice in 1980.
1: Yeah, and you know, you just think of all you know, anybody that knows anything about golf, just knows everything he overcame. And somebody, you know, put out a great timeline the other day that uh, you know, Tiger went from a prodigy to a phenom to a, to the dominant golfer of all time to a you know national punchline to a sex addict to a serial for to a back injury to, you know, medication habitual, you know all the stages he went through but now he's back on top and you just don't ever see that so I think we just need to savor that week and, you know, just be glad that we got to be there either in person or on TV and look forward to next year
0: For sure, people are going to ask where were you when Tiger won his fifth green jacket uh, and I'll know exactly where I'll be No doubt it's going to be great. No
1: doubt about it.
0: Hey, awesome, Art. Well, thanks again for coming on, and we'll talk with you again soon.
1: Yeah, well, you're doing a great job. I'm getting great reviews on your work, and keep it up because the Little White Balls are white. So keep it up.
0: That's right. Little White Balls life. You heard it here from Art. Thanks <laughs> a lot.
1: All right. See you later.